Welcome back, everyone. What is up, you guys? What's up, you guys? Hey, guys, welcome. Welcome to VGRX Video Game Pharmacy, your weekly dose of video game news and knowledge. And welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game knowledge, know-how, news, and anything else we decide we want to talk about that day. Thanks for joining us again. Welcome to VGRX. This is your weekly dose of video game news and insight. To video game pharmacy, your weekly dose of video game news and banter. The pharmacy is now open. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news, knowledge, and know-how. And as always, we are here with another week of fantastic video game-related stuff. That's the plan. That is what we plan to do, as always. Hey, Britton. Hey, man. That was Britton you just heard. Hey, Zach. Hey! That was Zach you just heard. Um, And we're here. Hello. Here we are. Here we are. We're ready to here talk. Here we are. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Uh, are we ready? Yeah. Uh, was there something last week that we may or may not have asked? There's some trivia. Yeah. Wait, wait did I ask a question? Uh, I think I might have asked a question. I forgot what it two. was. I forgot your guys's. That's your responsibility. Is it? I remember you got to warn a guy. I remember Ooh. mine. I don't remember yeah, I mean, mine. No, you asked, Scott, you asked uh, did I, what did I ask three Pokemon games I think were on That's the 64, right. I think. Oh, yeah. That was a good question. Yeah, it was a good question. Yeah. Mine was okay. Yeah. Because you guys weren't really... You didn't know where I was coming from for my question. Yeah. So, Scott, you want to go first? Uh, with my question? Yeah. Like, what the answer is? Yeah. Because you guys didn't give me three. We both said three. Yeah. We both said Did three. You? We don't. We didn't name what they were. Okay. Wait. The we question s- was which three, though. He told or us there were three. <laughs> was it which three or is it how many? I thought he said which three. I don't remember. God, we don't even know what our God, trivia is. And we knew Stadium and... Um, that's all. Hey, okay, Pokemon Snap. I'll tell but you. Right. I, I couldn't figure out what the third one was. Pokemon Snap. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Stadium yep. and Pokemon uh, Puzzle. The puzzle. Puzzle, puzzle League. Yeah. Are you sure League. that's not mm-hmm. SNES? I am positive. All right. Yeah. Cool. It was a weird, just like puzzle. Pretty sure it's a panel to pawn game, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, like Tetris a, Attack. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. It's like a great that. Tetris Attack. So good. So I assume that game is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, just man. has Pokemon. How did I miss it? that? How I don't know. I should have played it. I don't. I no, guess. No. Zach, so, what did you ask? I asked, uh, when was IGN founded? That's right. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I said like 19 something. You something. said 03 at first, which is. Oh, did I? Hilarious. And then you got schooled. <sighs> and then you changed <sighs> it to something else. Yes, My bad. You Do you remember what that was? I don't know, like 1983 or something like that. No, that's deep. <laughs> Way too far. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's deep in the years. I think I said 94. Okay. It was founded September 96. Oh, okay. And the reason why. I, I brought was closest. Th- the reason why I brought it <laughs> no. up. It's because it was founded from five websites. N64.com, uh-huh. uh, later renamed IGN64.com, uh, PSXPower.com, uh, Saturn World, NextGeneration.com, and Ultra Game Players Online. Wow. It's a combination of all five. But the N64.com was... So they probably started with a big crew if they if they had five independent sites. Yeah, and it was all the sites kind of like working all... together, yeah. And then oh. it just combined all into one company. Well, apparently it worked out because they're doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah, they very well are. They're... Pretty much the number one video game media website, wouldn't you guys say? Um, it's up there. I mean, they're not the ones I get most of my news from. Personally, I, I, I would agree. But personally, I, I mean, just in terms of viewership, they were leading. Viewership. You know, what, five years ago, yep. any kind yeah. of game news. But now people have kind of caught up. Yeah, I like Kotaku personally, but that's just because I just like the way they like write articles. It's kind of blog style, which yeah. makes it easy to Co- look through everything. Kotaku got. and Polygon. Um, I don't go yeah. to them for like my quick news sources, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going to Game Informer. Oh, okay. Ooh, but yikes. I... D- but I didn't know. Isn't that a magazine? That's a it, that's a GameStop thing. It is. They're, right. they're owned by GameStop, and I yeah, just okay. found that out a couple of weeks ago. I can't believe they uh, they still own GameStop, or GameStop <laughs> still owns them. They can afford that? Oh, poor GameStop. Ooh, yikes. Yikes. Really. yikes. So, guys, we just, uh, we just had an experience. Yeah. I, sh- I shared something with you guys. <laughs> you did. What did Ooh. you share with us? I brought some toys today to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe you should be you more specific. I will. <laughs> okay. I certainly will. I picked up Labo VR, the starter kit, last week, and awesome. I've been playing around with it and raving about it to you guys, and I wanted to get your takes on it, see and what you guys would think of it, so I brought it to the show And today. we've been nothing but bagging on it. Yeah, yeah. you kind of have. Uh, yeah. I mean, We talked fair. about it conceptually when it was first announced and we first yeah. heard about it, yeah. and everything we heard about it sounded kind of junky, toy-like, uh, sh- cheap, shallow. Yeah. But 
it's a better experience than you might think. Absolutely. Did you like it? It was so cool, man. Well, first, before we get into like what the experience is like, yeah. I want to say packing this thing up and bringing it with you places, the easiest thing in the world. Really? Can you even imagine bringing a PlayStation VR with they make you somewhere? A, actually, they do. Uh, they make a, a, a case for it. Yeah, okay, but you, you need your PlayStation also. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, the PlayStation yeah. VR <laughs> plugs in. The PlayStation <laughs> plugs in. Plug that thing in your PSP. You're good to go. <laughs> there's, just, there's a lot that goes along with that. I put my switch in its little carrying case, uh-huh. and I brought the cardboard, and we had everything we needed. Yeah, I mean, this. Cool I mean, even though we just had that amazing experience, uh-huh. saying I and I bring the cardboard. Yeah, it's it, it's still funny. Uh, yeah, it's still funny. I brought the yeah. cardboard. <laughs> it, it's still a little goofy, but I will tell you, it it does. It feels nice. It does. Yeah, like it, really it feels does. sturdy. It does. I mean, like I kind of told you before the show, it, it it feels sturdy, but also at the same time, like you're kind of worried it's just gonna like fall apart in it your hand. It is cardboard. It is cardboard. But yeah. I've been playing with it a ton. You guys just went nuts with it. You were pretty rough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's Ooh. it's it's solid. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. What, tell us more. What do you get with it? Like what what comes with the the whole VR? So there's two different kits. Okay. The kit I bought was thirty nine ninety nine. It comes with the blaster, which is the big bazooka looking thing, and mm-hmm. then the VR headset. There's okay. a couple other really small projects on there. One of them is like a uh, a pinwheel kind of thing that you attach to the headset and you blow on it and a bunch of the mini games revolve around blowing on the pinwheel you like blow up balloons and blow blow darts at things and stuff Mm. like that it's kind of fun just another little throwaway experience you you play for five minutes and move on but it's part of this bigger package that because it's so cheap and easy to put together and play with it's it's a really good value i think yeah so yeah you get that couple other projects and um that's all it comes with. But the the, card, the game card that it comes with has a ton of games on it. So the game I had you guys play is the Blaster game, the main game that goes along with the bazooka yeah. thing. There's aliens invading a city of different types, and you're fighting them off, and then there's boss fights at the end of each stage. I messed that crab up, man. That, that crab was great, wasn't it? <laughs> that's, that's something I wanted to touch on. It, it's, it feels massive. You really feel like you're there, and a big enemy like that has a sense of scale that you just cannot get from a TV. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no way you could get that scale from a television. Yeah, and I was, I mean, I was bagging on it a little bit saying yeah. you know it's probably dumb it's not gonna work properly what's the point uh-huh but it's it, good it's so simple yeah. it's so simple that you can stand here in the studio put this thing up to your face and then all of a sudden you have this giant crab mm-hmm. standing in front of you that you're <laughs> fighting and freaking out over. it's you're not there. it's not just a crab you guys were yelling like, pretty more. good i liked it <laughs> i i think it was like um at, someone who's played a lot of vr stuff right um it feels nice because it's not too much. I mean, it's, it's simple, dude. The, yeah, it's, it's simple. simple. I think the the biggest thing that people have been saying is the screen. Um, but no one's ever claimed that the screen on the Switch it looks good looks when you fine, play right? games. But yeah. like as a VR headset, obviously it's not going to be a 1080p. You don't have two TVs glued to your eyes. Yep, it's a screen, mm-hmm. but it does it so well. It really does. It, it, yeah. it looks really good for for the quality that it is and. Um, it's low res it's blurry but not when you're not, i wouldn't even say super blurry i'm glad though. to hear you say that yeah I, I, there's moments when it feels that yeah. way a little more than others but when you're in it and you're in the moment to moment action you kind of forget about it yeah, you don't even yeah, care absolutely about the resolution and uh, the, go ahead sorry oh no i was gonna say like one of the biggest things is um uh people always complain about motion sickness when it comes to vr experiences I've and stuff like that complaints, yeah and this is something it, it's not attached to your head so you can just like you're playing it and if you just need to take a quick second you can put it down kind of realize you're in the real world again and mm-hmm. then go right back to Reorient it Reorient yourself yeah and you don't feel you don't feel like you're getting sick at all yeah i mean i guess have you felt nauseous with any vr experience yes abso- you have oh, absolutely yeah oh my god 100%, yeah. yeah when i when i played um uh fallout uh four mm-hmm. on the vr i thought i was gonna puke Really? Yeah. Do you, can you pinpoint what it was about that experience that yes, made you feel nauseous? Absolutely. Okay. So uh, when you're playing it, you don't actually walk. Right. So you can't walk. You like teleport almost from yeah, place to place. Yeah, that's how it used to be. Yeah. And when you're when you're there, you you have this headset on you, and you're like you're first person. You are that person. Yeah. So when you're playing on a controller, you know you're far away. You can just play on your controller without even thinking about it. But when you have it like attached to your face, you feel like you need to physically walk forward. Sure. But you don't. Okay. So you're moving with your controllers and it gets to the point where you're trying in your head you're like, I need to move forward, but physically not walking forward, but with these controllers. And your brain is just like trying to process all this oh, and right. it makes you feel sick. I can see that being I wanted I wanted to puke really bad. Yeah. 
I, I guess would, it's worth noting with with this experience I shared with you guys in particular, um, it's kind of an on rail shooter. Yeah. So there's no need to move around. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if they tried to make it a space that you actually move around and navigate yourself, if you might have an experience like that. But what the main the main factor one of the main factors is when they were first started doing like main VR, mm-hmm. uh, like new generation VR, is that you have to have a reference point in your in your view to represent oh. like what your nose does okay. so we don't recognize our nose there but our brain and our eyes still see it okay. so when we don't have that reference point it leads to a lot of like uh you know disorientation dis- yeah exactly people getting sick and so i think that gun yeah that you have right in the middle of the screen it plays a huge part in you not getting dizzy or sick that's true so. i didn't even think about that yeah. that's a really good point yeah. did you guys um, watch it when you're like cocking the gun, yeah, pushing yeah. the trigger. Absolutely. You can see it move in real yeah. time. And if you would just cock it part way, not all the way, uh-huh. you still see it move in relation to exactly what you're doing. Really? So there's a, a camera on the bottom of the Joy-Con that sits in that gun, and it can tell exactly how far Where away it is. Like, yeah, what position it's in. It's, yeah. it's pretty smart. It all works really, really well. I mean, so I only have two... I have one qualm with it, yeah, really, okay. is that it's not meant to be played. For a long time. Definitely not. And no they, VR they designed is. it that way. No VR really is. So it shouldn't be at least. My first experience was with kind of with you, Britain. I think yeah. three years ago went to PAX. Oh yeah, that space that thing. Sp- space thing. Right. Really high res, looked really good. Mm-hmm. Space adventure game. You had to like escape the, the space station. Um and with that, it, you moved in every single axis. Right. Now, they had a reference point. They had the helmet as a reference point, which is really weird because it felt like you're literally in a helmet in space. Yeah. Um, but when, when I go to move uh, like all these different directions at one time, I got pretty sick. I gotcha. But this, I, I mean, it, I feel like you're supposed to play like the high-res games longer. Mm-hmm. This, you kind of realize that you're not supposed to. Yeah. It's not going to bode well with your eyes, I think. Which makes me wonder how the whole Breath of the Wild thing is going to pan out. Yeah. Because they're they're touting this is a new way to play the entire game. You go into the menu, you switch it to VR, and you can play the whole game that way. But I don't think anybody's actually going to do that. The other problem, and Scott touched on this the first time he played it, about five minutes in, you said your arms started to hurt. Yeah, my my (laughs) arms definitely... Because you're, like, holding it up to your face. You have... Yeah, you have to hold hold it up the whole time. When you hold a gun, like, you're not holding it up to your face. Or you at least have have it holstered on you. Yeah. But... It's like yeah. you're looking down the site the whole time. Exactly. So you have to like hold the thing up to your face, which yep. is fine because you know you have a good grip on it. But just naturally, your arm starts to get tired because there's nothing. You're you're holding the whole thing. Yeah, and it's not heavy, but right. it's yeah, no, it's not, not at all. It's not like it's more about your arms being up for yeah. a long time yeah. than the weight of the thing. Exactly. So with this experience like Zelda, um, it's probably going to end up being a bite sized thing where you just check it out, spend a little time there. Are you going to try it? Oh, I'll totally try it. Yeah, but... um, I thought you hate Breath of the Wild. There's no head strap for this thing, so you have to hold it up to your head. And with an experience like that, you don't have the whole bazooka that's sort of in front of you. You have to have the Joy-Cons attached to the side of the headset and hold it like right up to your face, which is even more tiring than holding this bazooka thing. So it's like... Think of it like holding a a DSLR up to your face for two hours (laughs) and not taking a picture. You know what you do? You just lay on your bed face down with your head (laughs) hanging off the bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you do. (laughs) <laughs> or lay on your back and just set it set it on your face. There we go. But problem solved. It has head tracking, so that doesn't work because yeah. you have oh. to be able to move your head around. Oh, like, and I, I'll verify this. We talked about it before when we were kind of trashing Labo VR <laughs> on a past show. Um, the the tablet itself does have all of the motion tracking in it. So even if you take the Joy Cons off the sides of it, it still does the motion tracking stuff. Which means if you could come up with a way to strap it to your head, you could do an experience like Zelda just fine without mm. holding your hands up the whole time. What was the point of the other Joy-Con? Because obviously there was the one that was oh, in the barrel Oh, you didn't play with gun. that. Yeah. No. So there's one up on the side too that you can tip forward. Yeah. And when you do that, it goes into um, like a heightened aiming mode. It's, oh. it's like a better way to aim. Wow. Oh, there's for another ruining me- my experience. There's another mechanic you guys probably didn't notice. If you push the uh, trigger button without cocking the gun, mm-hmm. it locks on. And then if you cock and shoot again, it will thanks it'll, for it'll be ruining, like a homing shot. Thanks for ruining my I'm experience. Sorry. There's a lot to take my in. My Switch VR experience. When I put it on for the first time, I just I just like played around with it and learned as I went. You just like I think looked you guys around that same like, experience. Whoa. It is kind of it takes you back, man. It does. It's, it looks really good. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah. It was yeah. fun. It was awesome. Awesome little experience. So definitely recommend it. If you want to spend for 40 bucks. 40, 40 bucks and just have a little bit of fun. Yeah. Know. Nothing crazy. Exactly. And yeah. you get to build something. And you can tell yourself that you're going to do it 
or have your kids do it. <laughs> but as Britain can uh, con- or I'm say, like, don't touch my cardboard, kids. Yeah, don't, don't touch my cardboard. It's daddy's cardboard. <laughs> you locked it in your room. Like you're you're sitting on the floor. Like your wife opens the door. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out! This is my cardboard. This is my my labo time. This is my this. Is I'm building my life. quite a collection of that cardboard. Where do you keep it? You guys should see the steering wheel. Is it's it like a, three times the size of that. Blaster. Is it a me bros all over again? <laughs> No, it's not going to be like that. It's in my basement. Okay. And I don't expect any of this stuff to be things I'll keep around for would a you, long time. <laughs> would you consider buying the robot? No. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, well, no, because I saw it for $20 at one point, <gasps> and I didn't buy it. So oh, I don't think I'd, I'd jump on the robot. Sad. I might go back to the very first kit, the one with like the piano and, okay. and a couple other projects. And I, I heard you can get real, one. real like specific with those designs and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. There's also um, a garage, Toy-Con garage where you can use like the bazooka and make all your make a bunch of personal games. You can make your own games with it. Cool. There's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, if this happens, then make this happen kind of thing. Triggers and outcomes. Can it's make, it's like, pretty advanced gun? programming, and I haven't dug into it, and I probably won't, but it's cool that it's there. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for bringing it in. No problem. Yeah, we appreciate that. that. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's talk about something that's not Nintendo-related, or Kay. is Nintendo-related. What is it? I... I don't know. Oh, I was asking you. Don't you don't know? Scott, no. what do you want to talk about? There's there's a good amount of stuff we can jump into today. Reggie retired. Or anything. Reggie. There's some Reggie news on the dock. You let's, want to talk about let's Reggie? Let's talk about Reggie. I love because that guy. Uh, two days ago, uh, when day, yeah. Monday was his last day yeah. at Nintendo. Sad. End of an era. It is. That guy's a legend. But take heart, everyone. Reggie, the uh-huh. day he left Nintendo, yeah. made his own Twitter account. Wait, what? So, did, Did you really? not know that? No. Yeah. So now oh. in his retirement, we're still going to have a way to hear, uh. hear from Reggie and check in on him from time to do you time. Think he's just, oh, do, what if he like posted like reviews in Nintendo games? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> he started yeah. doing reviews totally in Nintendo games. Yeah. Do you think that he will still be a part of Nintendo somehow? Like, no, but I think he will be part of the video game industry still somehow. Okay. So yeah. you don't think not, like Not in any would... professional way, but I mean, he's good buddies with Jeff Keighley, for instance. I can yeah. see them hanging out every once in a while him being at some of jeff's shows you know? yeah yeah totally. just hanging out chumming around he's been at every game awards for the past five or six years so that's true go to the game awards reggie yeah. hey reggie why don't you come on our sh- since you're so free now <laughs> yeah you want to come on our show now you're talking there he's, you he's local have him that's drive sh- on down here. oh dude i will <laughs> well uh we'll tweet him now dude yeah, we'll please do. do well uh what if good we- luck with that but <laughs> Within two or three days, he had 300,000 followers that's on okay. Twitter. That's, that's he fine. was verified the instant he joined. Also, he got the name at Reggie, which how the heck do you get at Reggie <laughs> when Twitter is already like 15 years old and people have been using it for a long, Dude, long time? It's you know, Reggie feels he, amazing. So he threw his weight feels around. Amazing. <laughs> it's Reggie feels amazing. <laughs> Tweet at him. See if he responds. So yeah, he spent the first day on Twitter showing pictures of him like packing up his office, putting yeah. all his stuff away, his massive amiibo collection. Yeah, he showed off his first E3 badge from uh, 2004. Dang, he got real sentimental. Yeah, yeah. When he I first the took the thing. stage on Nintendo's behalf, I would do the same thing. Brent, what would you do if we had Reggie sitting right? Oh, here? I wouldn't be here. No, you wouldn't show up. Are you kidding? <laughs> I would let you guys handle. I, that. I, I already know that Britain I, would not show. You up. wouldn't show uh, yeah, the biggest. No, I get, Nintendo I get starstruck man do you? i can't handle meeting people oh, do you get starstruck man. whenever you hang out with me i'm pretty famous you're getting there but i i knew you before you were famous scotty that, that makes all the we difference were in the we world. were amiibos back in the day that's right yeah. amiibos unite yeah. although i don't have any amiibo anymore i just co- i just got like four <laughs> we could be lab bros <laughs> shut up what do you think <laughs> dude reggie's sitting on that couch over there that smelly that, couch poor reggie I mean, he probably a chill guy. He probably doesn't care. Oh, I bet. Mean, yeah, he, yeah, he'd probably have fun with us, but um, he just wants to chill now. He probably I mean, doesn't want to talk about video we'll games him, for a we'll while. We'll give him a month. We'll give him yeah, a month. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, he needs he'll a probably downtime. see our tweet in a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I'm sure he musters through every single person who ever tweets Absolutely. at him. Absolutely. Yep. Stop. I see it. Like everybody that follows NOA just jumped on his Twitter account right <laughs> when he opened it up. Funny thing is, he doesn't follow NOA, at least not yet. <laughs> well, hey. when, when I looked at his Twitter account, he was following zero people. He was really just like, follow me, guys. I mean, most. I'll tell you what's going on in my post post Nintendo life. Most famous people don't follow people. That's true. That's true. That's true. TBH. Well, hey, Hey. uh, love you, Reggie, but we're going to move on. Aw. Do you you have anything else to say? No, that's fine. Okay. (laughs) You know what I want to talk about? What's up? I'm really excited about this. Tell us. Okay. Because I was into it this past winter. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it now. Kind of, we've had that break. Yeah. Uh, Summer Games done quick. 2019. Oh, cool. Wait, yep. what? What are we not? <laughs> Summer Games done quick. I think they've announced their the schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Summer Games done quick is starting uh, Sunday, June 23rd, mm-hmm. um, and then it ends uh, on <laughs> Saturday, June 29th. That's like right after E3. Yeah. So we get all this fun new announcement news and stuff, and I then we get to. Watch a cool event. I have uh, to take some time off. So, so, summer's gonna be fun. Uh, some of the games that I ran through uh, that kind of like stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're starting with Spyro. Okay, so the new Spyro remaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Brothers too. Which which one is that? Do you know? Is it the Lost Levels or is it what Spyro? The, no, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the Jab- I don't know. It's Super okay. Mario Brothers two. Two. <laughs> yes. Was that it, your question? It's two different games in the U.S. and in Japan. It's two. It, okay. It's not. It's so it's not, the U.S. It's in not, Japan, the Lost Levels was called Super Mario Brothers. 2. Oh, it's is not what the I'm Lost Levels. At. Okay, they they okay. would say they would say specifically. Got it. Here if it was Got Lost it. Levels. Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground Two, Portal Two, Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda Miniature Cap, Contra, Devil May Cry, Dark Souls Two. Uh, yes, my favorite one. <laughs> uh, Ducktales Two, uh, Dead Rising. <laughs> Hang on, this is the first time. Kingdom I've Hearts Three. <gasps> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Octopath Ooh. Traveler. Don't be surprised by that. How do uh, you speedrun Octopath? Uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Uh huh. And then last one that I kind of saw is Chrono Trigger. <gasps> Love me some Chrono Trigger. Ooh, Borderlands Two uh, co-op all quests. <sighs> that looks co-op. Sh- They're gonna do four player. Yo, that's dope. <clears throat> did you say Metroid Prime? Uh, I did not say Metroid Prime. Metroid I was Prime One and it. Two. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. So um, I got some cool games. Yeah. <gasps> Kirby Air Ride. Oh my god. <laughs> Kirby Sixty Four. Oh my god. So you got, hey, we didn't mention that with um, our Kirby or our Sixty Four episode last week. What? The, your favorite game ever, Kirby's Air Ride. Oh, don't that's you, a GameCube game. Oh, never mind. Whoops. Wow. Whoops. Uh, Kirby Sixty Four though is a lot of fun. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Pokemon Crystal. Okay, that's odd. Legend of Zelda Randomizer. That's always fun. That's a fun one. Um. I'm wow. This is the first time I've seen this. I'm gonna. I might actually have to take like serious time off to watch these because there's there's a lot of really cool lot. games. And yeah. if you guys haven't watched uh, Games and Quick, oh my gosh. before I just, definitely recommend it. Just jump on Twitch literally at any time during the week and just watch. Anything. You guys have six days mm-hmm. to kind yeah. of like hang out, watch, donate. You'll probably be able to win stuff again, ooh, right? Ooh, Banjo Kazooie. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, of oh, course. Man. How many hours do they project for that? Uh, t- two ten. They have the estimates on there. Two, two hours. Two 10. hours. Two hours time. That's the estimate. Hundred percent. I can tell you that the world record is like a minute and or minute, uh, (laughs) an hour and fifty six seconds. That's crazy. Wow. Hey, Um, uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That's a good one. I loved playing that as a kid. Hang on, it's a good co op game. Let's see what the last one is because it's it's always the last one that is uh, kind of the the biggest one. Ooh, this one's good for you. Uh, Taskbot plays Tetris. Um. Okay, how's that a games done quick thing, though? I'm curious. Uh, have you ever heard of TaskBot? No, what's that? Uh, it's a tool. Uh, TaskBot stands for Tool, Assess- uh, tool Assisted Speedruns. Okay. So essentially, it's a computer, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, someone programmed this computer to beat the game in unhuman-like fashion. Oh, and they do it with all kinds of games? Yes. Oh, wow. It's okay. it's pretty great. Uh, ooh, Breath of... Wow. Okay. What uh, you got? First of all, Dark Souls, all bosses. There's Dark Souls 2 as well. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, any percent, and uh, Majora's Mask, 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. That one's supposed to be five hours. So what's the Breath of the Wild, any percent look like these days? That's got to be like an hour, right? Uh, it's literally you finish the first five shrines, yeah. and then you go straight to Hyrule Castle. No, no, no. People have found ways to get off the plateau without the shrines. I don't so know. I think it's even faster than that. It probably is. Does, I just Do they have an seen. estimate on that one? Uh, 35 minutes. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. So... Um, but yeah, let me look at this last one. Okay, so the big the big one is going to be Chrono Trigger. Glitchless is 80%. It? That's odd, because Chrono Trigger hasn't been like hot for a long time. It's it, amazing. It never is, but, but normally it, the last uh, speedrun of the show mm-hmm. is a big one. Some big it, RPG. A big RPG of like any, either like 100% or any percent or something. So I think, uh, I think... Last year's was Breath of the Wild 100%, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, I don't remember. But this is Chrono Trigger, glitchless, any percent. Got it. Um, And this isn't even all the games. Because they do um, donation incentive games all week. So they could add 20 games onto this list. 
That's, this is a really good, this is a really good is, list. Is actually, that's what I was saying. It's yeah. so good. It's real good. Is it all on a single stream on Twitch, or do they yes. have a couple streams going? Uh, they they have um, restreams of uh, different languages. Oh, okay. Um, but but in in the at the event, don't they have like multiple ballrooms hosting different games at the same time? No, it's all just in one place. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. They they do have um, different rooms, but it's not on stream. Got it. There's so just one. The main room. The is main on room is on stream. Yeah. Playing games twenty four hours, three sixty five a year. No. <laughs> Seven days a week. <laughs> More like uh, fourteen out of a year. Something <laughs> fourteen days Whatever. a year. Shut up. Something like that. <laughs> Yo, that's this is really exciting though. I haven't seen the list yet, so yeah, that's cool. Um. I love games then like you guys already know this. Dude, know it's so cool. You. Like I mean like love it. there were so many games that last year that I, when I watched it for the first time kinda of blew me away a little yeah. bit, you know? It's it's just, it's just fun watching speedrunners play games. It's so it impressive. really it really makes you want to do it because you see it and you're like, I can do that. And you can. You think you can. Have you ever actually tried? Uh, I've tried some a different... Like some of these really things. advanced techniques from I some mean, of these amazing I mean, some things you got to learn. I've but... watched people b- blast through parts of Dark Souls games, like Bloodborne and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, I could probably get that good. And then I go back and play and I just die over and over and oh, over. Oh, absolutely. No, there's been tons Depends of games that game, have been though. like absolutely mind-blowing. But... but sometimes you'll learn tricks that you can totally do. Mm-hmm. You just have to know how to do them. Yeah. You it's just not have really to be... as much a matter of skill. Yeah. It's like kind of the game breaking ones are the big ones, but a lot of the times you'll you'll play games that are like glitchless and stuff like that. Right. Like um Enter the Gungeon, I really want to learn how to speed run that game. Yeah. First it's, you have to beat it, Scott. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Scrub. Wow. <laughs> Get you on my level. <laughs> Subtle brag. For me. First of all, I got the bullet. Yeah. Now I just need to beat the dragon uh-huh. and I'm good to go. No, there's so you can then eat you, it. Then you will have scratched the surface okay. officially. Well, you know what? There's so much baby more steps. Than that. Okay. It's true, but you haven't played in a long time. That's, I why, actually, that's why I'm razzing I you. I just played it a couple days ago and oh, cool. I got all the way to the end. Did you stream? Uh no, I didn't. It was just I just started the game up and I got, got all the way to the end, finished the uh my bullet and mm-hmm. I died. Yeah, that'll happen too. <laughs> because yeah. I'm I my brain doesn't process so many bullets on the screen at a time. It gets intense. Yeah. yeah, I still, after playing 140 hours, I'll only beat the dragon like one <laughs> one out of five runs or something. But I I've like no damage the dragon multiple times. Oh my god, no! I'm not trying to brag. Subtle brag. It's, I'm proud of being good at uh, roguelikes because they're oh. one of my favorite genres. <laughs> Yikes! What were you gonna say, Zach? Oh, it's like uh, it's for me. It's like watching professional sports. Yeah, like everybody in the field is professional. They're gonna do it, but you will never do that in your life. Don't say never. Uh, this so, is this is different because it is, is attainable. Per, this is personally for me. Like right. I, I have no desire to spend that amount of time perfecting gaming, trying to speed run something when yeah. I can just sit back, enjoy, That's watch fair. him do it. That's fair. Have fun with it, and then go do whatever. Else but I you've want. played like certain battle royales for hundreds of hours. Yeah, hundreds. So if but a game, I'm, I am definitely not good though, and it's off and on, so it's not constant training. But of, if a game like ever really caught your fancy and you absolutely loved it, and wanted to play a bunch of it, but it was more of a single player experience, I think you could get that good. Yeah, I think it's more about motivation than actual ability. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I could believe s- in you. I I feel like I could speed run like Banjo Kazooie if I wanted to. I believe that. I would just need to learn like tips and tricks. When's like, the last time you played it? Ever. Wasn't it on that rare collection that came to Xbox yes. One? You yes, could, it you was. could play it there if you wanted to. I mean, I could also just play it for the N sixty four because I own it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's another option. I just can't stream it. I mean, I guess I guess I guess I could, but I'd have to figure out how. You would need some equipment. Uh, <laughs> I've already bought enough equipment for that computer <laughs> to stream. I don't yeah. need it anymore. Fair. Hey, uh, do you know where you want to go, or do you want me to take us through it, this? No, I was trying to just segue. Okay, okay. cool. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to talk about? Console news or specific or some game news? What game would you news? Like What's more to interesting to you guys? Because we've already Either chosen ones. what we Either want to talk about. No, we, talk, we got to talk about Labo first thing, so That's, I'm good. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, How so about we, we just can... end the show now? All right, that'll work. Okay, right. We'll see you guys Bye. next week. Not sure. we, we could go anywhere from here. You said games? Yes. Let's talk about some games. All right. Okay. Do you want to start with um, Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Did, that was you, a mouthful. Have you, have you heard of this, Scotty? No. What is this that you're even talking it's about? It's an interesting game. So it's a game that's being made by um, the lead, one of the lead designers on the Assassin's Creed series. So the first game in that series for sure, but probably some of the later ones too. His name is Patrice Desolet. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind Swedish, of a... yeah? No, he's French. French? Yeah. Okay. Same and thing. And it's kind of like... It gives me a little <laughs> bit European. of a spore vibe. It's kind of like a... A tour of evolution, sort of, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you watch the gameplay demo? I did, yeah, yeah. Zach? Yeah. Scott, I'm assuming you haven't because you don't know what we're talking about. No, I don't even know where you're at. Okay. Yeah. What is it called? 
It's a ridiculous name. Ancestors, the humankind odyssey. So basically what it is is taking the scientific point of view that oh, we I see it. <laughs> came and developed from monkeys monkeys yeah, oh about- i know exactly what game you're talking about okay yeah i've yeah. seen i've seen uh footage of it or trailers so it's, it's not much to look at it looks decent it's enough, alpha yeah but it, it does alpha footage it, it sure doesn't look like a modern assassin's creed game in terms of like fidelity and quality Absolutely you're a monkey not. yeah it looks a little janky you have a spear uh didn't get to that point but oh. um basically you start Spoilers. as very simple-minded uh, apes, chimps. I don't know what kind of monkeys these are, <laughs> but they interact with each other in a a, a clan, and then you kind of go on little miniature quests. Like in the the video that we saw, um, a parent ape and or chimp or whatever it is, and a little baby one get picked up by a giant bird and carried away, and a bird the bird kills the parent, and the little chimp falls out of the tree, and then you play as another uh, monkey that has to go and <clears throat> rescue that little. Yeah, that little monkey and bring it back to the tribe. So you're doing little basic quests like that. And as you do kind of milestone quests, it looks like you can um, create new neurological links. So your your brain is developing, essentially, and you're learning mm-hmm. how to do new things. So it's like a more advanced spore. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Only it's a lot more focused. It's uh, more not direct. Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's about a particular lineage through an evolutionary path. I've, I've, I would play it. It, it sounds, sounds it sounds really creative, yeah, for sure. Um, I was I was kind of looking into it a little bit. I went to the developer's <laughs> website, and there's a one with them talking about the game, and basically their their goal is to basically allow you and have you create your storyline and mm-hmm. how to how everything develops. Sure. So they don't give you a HUD, they don't give you missions, they let your curiosity run the whole game. Yeah. Good. Which is really really cool. Yeah. One thing I didn't like was the the visual cues on screen. There's like little floating icons in the the jungle, and I get how you kind of need that to find your way around, but it does take you out of the immersion a little bit. Yeah, like you can lock onto something and it becomes a quest, a floating quest marker yeah. on your screen. Yeah. I don't know that that's necessary. They may, maybe could have found a little more organic way to throw that in there without just being a hovering arrow. Yeah, and it's it's still alpha, so it's not. Yeah, that's it's true. Not beta yet. So okay, it's not. It's Got not a ways to go. or anything like that. I'd say it has another year. Yeah. Before well, they're ready. One other thing I'll say about the demo that they showed is it didn't look fun at all. It looked like a <laughs> cool, interesting experience, but it didn't look like they were going for engaging or fun with this game. I could agree with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not worth playing by any means. It just means they're not making a game that's like combat heavy or where you're 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 doing really cool acrobatics. There is a lot of climbing around in trees, but that all looked pretty basic. It's almost straightforward. It's almost like life driven more than like story driven in a very play. literal way. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they uh, they go on to say that the the three things are basically food, uh-huh. uh huh, water, okay, and what else? I don't know. There's like three things that basically this. you just need to survive. So oh, you okay. need to get those three things. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Air. So, oh, yeah, sure. Oh. It's sleep, water, and food. Air is important, too. Yeah. He's not wrong. <laughs> sleep, water, and food. And yeah. then those are your three things to survive. Okay. And then besides that, you have to survive predators and all that good Got stuff. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And like there's also a big... like the ones that Arnold Schwarzenegger fought? Not alien-type predators. Oh, uh, well, that's no There fun. was like saber-toothed tigers and things like yeah. that. And what then if, these giant birds that would pick up monkeys and carry them uh, away and kill them, that kind of thing. What if there was There's a lot of hostility in the, in the environment. I'm not going to let this go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe in a patch or a uh, <laughs> DLC or something. <laughs> I don't know. You face, as a monkey, you face a predator. You get, not you fair. get to <laughs> hum- humans yeah. and then you continue to advance beyond. Yo, <laughs> can I be Arnold's... <laughs> Oh, one oh, other I'm thing you mentioned. Done. This is a um, a trilogy of games, or at least that's the plan. Oh, this is God. part one of a trilogy of games, and um, you don't even evolve past monkey state in this game. It takes you to a pretty advanced tribe of monkeys, apparently, but you don't even get past that state in this game. I better be paying forty bucks the, for this game. Yeah. <laughs> Once think, he said that, I think it's a budget game. Actually, I don't okay. know exactly how yeah, much. I it better costs. be paying forty bucks. And then, yeah, the later games in the series will get closer to human civilization <laughs> and evolution, and then it'll eventually just turn into The Sims. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> that's where this ends. <laughs> yeah, up. exactly. Oh, wow, I didn't think about that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, can we talk about a game that might be fun? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Uh, it, it's a little game no one's ever heard of yet. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, a small little indie company named uh, Respawn is making it. <laughs> Um, Small little indie developer or publisher by the name of EA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's EA? Yeah. Um, we what got you, a video. What do you think? We yeah. got a little something, something. So during the Star Wars celebration in Chicago earlier yes. this week, they showed the first video footage of this game. Well, 
it's not really footage of the game, I guess, right? It's a cinematic. No, it's, yeah, it's just like a cinematic. There may thing, have been a little bit of gameplay in there, but it was mostly just a cinematic. Trailer. It looks good. Yeah. Okay. The cutscenes, <laughs> like visually, it looks good. Yeah. What about the like the the Narrative, plot, the premise, story. the game? Yeah. I mean, it comes right after the Execute Order sixty six. <laughs> well, it, Order sixty six has already been carried out. Yeah. And you play as a young Padawan in the Jedi Order that survived. <laughs> is Order sixty six? Yep. It is a Padawan. Okay. Yep. yep. And um, it is, like you said, it's a single-player story-focused game, which I was surprised by. I didn't think Respawn would necessarily go that route, Mm -hmm. just straight-up single-player. But I'm glad they are, because we haven't gotten a great single-player narrative Star Wars game in a long time. I think they can do it. We're due. I believe in them. Do you? Good. I mean, you got to remember that we'll use Titanfall 2 as an example. Their story was okay, and the multiplayer was okay, Mm -hmm. but you had, like... Two, you had like split in half working on two different things. If you have like yeah. a full team working towards one thing, mm-hmm. A plus. And also, like there, Titanfall One, the multiplayer in that game was fantastic. Oh, it's great. That's all there is. But that's all great. there was. Mm-hmm. But then you had Titanfall Two split in half. Yeah. And then Apex Legends again, all multiplayer, fantastic. Yeah. So if they if they focus on one aspect of a game, I feel yeah. like they'll blow it out of the water. They're a good studio. Clearly, yeah. they're talented. They know yeah. what they're doing. Zach, I, th- I think it's also it's Star Wars, dude. So there's people that it's are hard si- to mess it up. There's people sitting there saying mm, this is this is right. right, this is wrong because the fan base is so dedicated to the lore, oh, and to the universe. You can't make mistakes. The things have to be accurate. The sounds, the gameplay, and story. Are you talking about story though, or like the mechanics? I'm and talking the- about mechanics oh, okay. and overall. I think even story wise, like it has to play out and has to be realistic to the era. Hmm. that it's in because you go back and there's ancient weapons and stuff that used to exist back right you know when the sith and the jedi were fighting it out thousands of years ago yeah mm-hmm. uh, but at this point everything has to be accurate and represented properly I gotcha. the, the one thing i will say is is respawn does they're really good at listening to their fans they they know that you know we're the ones buying the game we're the ones who are putting our time and money into this and they listen hey then why haven't they updated apex legends yet they do they, they have they, oh, they okay. have i got yeah. a, i got a little a little up to date from killian oh cool okay yeah they up, things are changing they up to they update it all the time <laughs> up to date up to date all the time hey man that's more than i can say for valve and artifact they haven't updated that game in months um yeah so with so I, I'm very excited about it. I'm, yes. I'm happy it's a story. I'm happy it's single player. I'm happy it's Star Wars. I'm happy it's Star Wars. Um, I'm happy it's not Battlefront 3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a shooter, so that's cool. It yeah. looks like a character action game, third-person yep. character action yep. game. It's um, like the Force Unleashed. I think yeah. me and Brent were talking about it off the, off the show, mm-hmm. and I was telling him I was hoping i get to customize their outfit, how right. he looks. I didn't like how he looked. Um, he's a real boring-looking He's a really boring-looking character in right. general, so I really hope you can like level up and find clothes and find little hidden stuff that you can customize your guy with i would hope so yeah. not necessarily change your character because i feel like it's fixed yep um but i want to design how he looks and enjoy that part yeah. but another thing i was disappointed by that i didn't enjoy and okay. i talked to you guys about this is i recognized who the person was mm-hmm. and his name is cameron monaghan monag monaghan Cameron, not Dominic. Cameron. Okay. Monaghan. Who He's is he? from uh, Shameless. Uh, okay. He was on Shameless. He was on Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this Giver. is an actor. This He's is like an, an actor. actor. Okay. Yep. yep. So why does this bother you? Uh, I watch a lot of Shameless. Oh, and, and he so, hated him as a character. No, I think he's I think he's a good actor, but I don't want every time I see him or hear him talking, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be thinking out. It's going to break it for yeah. me. It's going to break. Is it? Yeah, it's going to break it. I I feel like if you were there in that moment playing the game. You might think differently. I don't because he. I I follow him on Twitter and Instagram. I see like his Joker stuff, and I'm never pulled. Now that I've seen Shameless and seen all these other shows and stuff with them, whenever I see him acting or doing anything, I'm always pulled away from yeah. his character and who he's trying to play. I can see it, and so it's really distracting. Really bummed that it is. It's probably not like that for everybody else because you know I doubt they've seen all these shows and stuff with yep. him in it. Uh, but that's that's a downside for me. Yeah, I can I, see it. I want a, I want an original character, somebody that can come up with, not an actor that I recognize. Back when L.A. Noir came out, the Rockstar game, yeah. um, they did a whole bunch of facial capture. They actually created their own technology for facial capture to make it like as accurate and cool looking as uh-huh. possible. For mocap stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of the people from the cast of Mad Men to be the main characters in that show, or in the game, and a lot of people were very off put by that yeah because when you recognize a character that you know from something else maybe yep. even something else that's kind of similar narratively it 
it, you can't disconnect that in your brain. Yeah. You can't not hear it or not see it. One of what's funny is I kind of had a similar experience, but in the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until dawn, um, the like may the like the one kid who owns the mansion. I don't remember. Yeah, his yeah, name yeah, yeah. No, that's he's a mocap. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. So this kid, he was the one who played. Um, on, Freddie Mercury in uh, Bohemian oh. Rhapsody. And yeah. he played like a, a ton of other things. And every single time I see him, I'm just like, Until that guy was in a video game. <laughs> That's funny. So I have the same like, so experience, you get it too, then. opposite. Well, hopefully that doesn't hamper the game too much no. for you. I'm, I'm, you just mentioned um, Force Unleashed. Yeah. I think that's a great connection to be made here because there really hasn't been a cool action-based Star Wars game in a long time. Yeah. That, that's the last one I can remember. Mm-hmm. There was two of those, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can't remember The second one was okay, then. but the first one was awesome. It was fun. There was yeah. so much cool stuff you got to do with Force Powers in that game. And you got to like kind of basically change your outfit, and you got to like have different lightsabers, and that's exactly what Zach's talking about, and I absolutely agree with him. Just those little things, like, you know, if we complete a level, let me unlock a, a lightsaber color or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yes, you down in front. How can <laughs> I help you? Rami Malek. Thank you. That's Rami the guy. Malek. That's, yeah, okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah. but no, but like you understand, like I know exactly how you feel. You see, you see someone, and then you see them in like a TV show, like live action and stuff. You're like, this, mm, the thing is, with weird. Until Dawn, we don't have any other references. We don't have any other games or any other people because I think uh, it wasn't Kirsten Dunst mm. or somebody else was in it as well. Um, but there's no other reference point. We don't get drawn away. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no other storylines or anything with them. Yeah. You know, I get what you're saying, yeah. but like I said, th- that was just my example, but yeah. in the opposite yeah, 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 way. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm excited for this game. I'm gonna play it for sure. I'm absolutely, absolutely. gonna play it. Yep. They also promised there's gonna be zero microtransaction, none, zero whatsoever. Wait, is this EA we're talking about? This is EA. What the heck? But this was Respawn who said it. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> so, letting. Clearly, just letting respawn do what they want to do, which is great. EA, I mean, this EA is, needs to do that kind of this thing is what, to this win is, some goodwill back. This is it. Yeah, because this is all they have left. This is their last game. Yeah, uh, but I mean, and then they get the right to pull. It from still them. reflects uh, strongly or poorly on EA what they do right. here. Even, I know. Even if they're not interacting with Star Wars in the future, they're still going to try to keep making games and and yeah. selling them to us. And they want so. to, and they want to basically show they're like hey i know we i know you you've gotten burned by these last two star wars games we made here's one that won't burn you yeah and we didn't make hopefully it. <laughs> so, yeah it's not our fault surprise, surprise another another thing with that is that it's a different engine being made so with yes. dice and ea you're having frost right frostbite yeah and i think with this one i think it's using source uh well i mean what is what does respawn typically use is it not built on one of their the engines they've used in the past, like for Titanfall. Um, Titanfall, they use Unreal, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's Source. Gotcha. I could be wrong. I could gotcha. be wrong. But, uh, I, I mean, Source is still a really good engine. I, I hope I hope it's good. I hope the gameplay, the like the, the, the physicality and stuff of the game is good. Give mm-hmm. me a lightsaber. Let me swing it. Cut people in half and draw on the walls. That's all I want. You want like a VR game then, huh? No. what you're saying? No. One-to-one movement I want of to, your lightsaber? I want to be able to... You should be able to do that. That's not a difficult thing to program. How would you map that to a controller? Use a mouse and keyboard. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't be a scrub. You're asking a lot here, man. Yeah, I know. Put it on the Epic Store. Give it six months uh, premium just there. Oh, Epic Store. Ooh, yikes. So uh, we got a release date. <gasps> Wind. It's Wind. coming out November fifteenth. Oh, that's actually twenty nineteen. That's not bad. It's not that far out. It's yeah. one of the big holiday games. Yeah, I mean, of course, it makes sense. Yeah, with I yeah, mean, Star Wars coming out. Year, dude. Star Wars is coming out. Do you guys like, want to talk about the movie? At Thirty all? days later, December twentieth. Yeah. Yep. So you guys want to talk about close. that at all? What episode nine? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we don't have to. I'm just saying that. We do you want to? This do is you our wanna... show. We could do whatever the heck we want. Uh, is it? I think so. You say it's your show? I said You our, say your show? Our? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> this is our show. We I'm can out. do whatever we want. <laughs> um, I mean, we can. Just give me a quick thumbs up or thumbs Let down. Let me guess. You want to talk about the tweet that you sent me? <laughs> no, that was cool, though. Convinced wasn't it? that was real. That wasn't it. Um, what do we have left on the dock? All right. No Star Wars talk. No, we'll, we'll, we can talk about that. Star Wars. You we guys want to see it? Do you want to talk about Star Wars? Not really. No. Okay, well then, why did you bring it up? Just, let's get the op- option out there on the table. Yo, let's all. talk about Smash, okay? Oh, sure, okay. they just released uh, their 3. Point, well, yes, today. They released their 3.0 update. I thought it was tomorrow. It's today. It was yesterday. Killian, Killian was like, Killian. Zach tried to convince me that it was coming out tomorrow. You're wrong. It came out today. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. sorry. I'm wrong. Yeah. Hey, Zach. Oh. Shut up. Whoa, bro. Whoa. 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 
battle. My, my bad. Sorry. Joker's in the game now. Joker's now in the game. He is uh, a playable character. Yep. Yep. He, fight, so, he fights Batman. How do you get Joker? Uh, you have to buy the DLC. Uh, if, which is if five the bucks. previous DLC is anything to go on the Piranha Plant, he's just there when you fire it up. Yep. If you've paid for it. Yep. You don't have to. Unlock I mean, the it game the game will update and then you'll just unlock him because mm-hmm. I believe you can buy the fighter pack. Yep. Right. Or you can buy the individual DLC. Right. So I think it's five bucks per character, yeah. or it's five nineteen ninety nine. Five nine nine euros. Okay. Okay. I don't know how to say that. Euros, sure. But there's an American yeah. price too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, it'll be five bucks. Yeah, or you can uh, buy the whole pack for either either twenty or twenty five, and then you get all five dlc characters and then we don't know any other ones yet do we nope this is the only one we've heard of so far okay i mean they said they're supposed to release all the characters by like february of next year okay so i'm very very shortly we will be getting another reveal no doubt february Uh, of next year february next year so we have like another year so and a half so we have four well we have four characters we're gonna get year and a half half. what are you next next it's april (laughs) What, what Feb- <laughs> that's 10 months february bro. is if you're looking it's two yeah we're in four right now oh yeah yeah, yeah you're right <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome <laughs> it's 10 months away hey, Scott. for the math out there yeah microsoft and nintendo have been playing real nice lately you might get banjo in this game i'm thinking like six months ago when we started talking about the dlc maybe a different story yeah. but with all the stuff we've seen from them working together lately banjo i totally Kazooie. see it happening yeah that's a thought. Do you think this, this do you, isn't like a predictions piece on Smash Bros? Do you think, we don't have to go there. But do you think I Rare would do it? it? Of course. Well, Rare. Yeah. It's really up to Microsoft. Obviously, <laughs> they own Rare. That's so. That's that is like the most depressing thing. It's not up to Rare, <laughs> even though it's their character. Yeah, I know. It's up to Microsoft, right? But I think they would. Yeah, I think to they answer would your too. question. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, and then we'll get Steve from Minecraft, like we yes. talked about. <laughs> please, yes, we're not. Please. We're not going to get we'll Steve. See. Um, what else came in this DLC um, or the the update? I mean, a new map. Uh, so uh, Joker got his own stage. Of Joker course. got yep. his own stage. It's unique uh, it's very because stylish. along with music as well. Yeah. Yep. So we got uh, music from Persona Five, Four, and Three. Oh, cool. Um, and depending on the track you play, it changes the actual um, design of the stage. So That's the cool. stage will change color and um, act differently um, with the music that plays with it. I like that. Um, there's an, a map editor. There's a, there's too. now a map editor, which is not anything that we haven't gotten before in previous games yeah. but this one is very different this there was is, one in smash 4 and yes. it was kind of junk yeah it was you know it was what it was mm-hmm. um but this one is very de- like honestly i would consider it like mario maker in a way really yeah i need to go watch the trailer for this because I, I didn't really check it out oh really yeah yeah i would i would consider it they definitely took ideas from mario maker and put uh-huh. it in the game um, you can do a lot with the editor. You can make like background things that happen. You can okay. make moving parts wow. of parts of the stages and stuff like that. Um, you can do it all from the tablet. Um, are people able, able to share their stages online? Yes, yes they are. That's hugely can. important. Okay, yep. good. They good. can share their stages online. You can download them and play them. Uh-huh. Uh, you can give them thumbs up and things like that. That's dope. Um, but yeah, this one is 40 times better than the other one. Yeah, for sure. the, the Wii U one, you would just like kind of draw different shapes yeah. on the map I mean, and then you could put like grass and lava on your shapes no stuff one like that it was no, so basic no one claimed that the wii u version of smash was the greatest thing it of was all a time. Good, this the smash part of it was good yeah the, the map editor was kind of lame yeah for and sure online was really bad <laughs> i i think did smash 4 come out before mario maker or after i don't remember yeah uh, yeah before okay because I think it was I, the same year, though. They like they that. obviously didn't take cues from Mario Maker. No, I, when I the first the first couple things they showed me of the Smash Editor, I was like, mm-hmm. "That's Mario Maker right there." <laughs> basically. So uh, that's cool. I like. Yeah. I'm glad the, to hear that. The only thing to that is that uh, basically they said it can be shared online through the Smash World service. Yeah, uh, a new addition to the Nintendo Switch online smartphone uh, app. It's not really new. It's the something. App. It was something they announced before. Okay. Um, but they're finally in- implementing. I wonder if you can just kind of like find random levels within the game, though. Hopefully, from other just creators. do it right from your phone. Uh, not even using the phone. Oh, yeah. send, so I send think, the game. I think you have to use the phone to find the levels. Okay. But your own levels that you make are going to be on the tab on the main menu. That I you gotcha. can access right away. Yeah, okay. so you can play them right away. But um, cool. going back to Super Mario Maker, 
I liked that there was a mode where you could just play a bunch of randomly selected user levels. Yeah. It'd be cool if you could just kind of randomly play maybe highly rated levels from other users around the world. It'd be, yeah, it'd be so you're cool not actually them searching them out. I mean, made it into the game. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't started the game yet, so I can tell you. But oh, I got maybe, you. Maybe that is a thing. You don't know. That's Who knows? true. Um, this game is getting jam-packed with so much stuff. It was stuff. already like the biggest game ever. I know. It's just growing know. and growing. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a lot to process. Your boy Sakurai doesn't sleep. I mean, you know, Clearly. we went to high school together. Uh-huh. It was good times. Yeah. It was great. I was actually awesome. the one who told him to name it Smash Brothers. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a good choice. Solid yeah. choice. Thanks, man. Good brand recognition. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. has nothing it. to do with Nintendo, though. Which nope, is not weird. at all. I was also the one who told him to put Nintendo characters in it, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. 100%. You're full of crap. Excuse me? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, cool. Um, do you guys want to talk about PlayStation a little bit? I what's, do. What's a PlayStation? Because we haven't, we haven't given Sony much love yet this Fine. episode. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a surprise to anyone. There's a new PlayStation coming out. Yes. Probably next year. We don't know exactly when. We but know we got, for sure it's not this year. We got solid, we got solid stuff. We got some details. Actually, yeah. a lot of yeah. information. Yeah. Um, Mark Cerny, who is the lead architect on PS4, and it sounds like also on PS5, sat down with Wired, and he gave them just like tons of information. This was a big blowout interview, and they got to break a ton of news. So um, I can just kind of take you guys through it. Yeah, yeah, please do. So we know it's not coming out this year. So maybe next holiday season. That would make the most sense, I think. Um, they've already been distributing this thing around and getting it in the hands of developers, which is hugely important so that when it does roll out next year sometime, probably there's going to be games to come along with it. Because there's no, there's, well, I mean, it, it sounds obvious, right? But yeah. when, when systems come out, there's almost always a drought of games there in the is, first yeah. six months to a year. So getting them in people's hands a year plus early, hugely important. That was really smart on their part. Um, they're using a third gen eight core AMD Ryzen CPU and a custom Radeon Navi GPU. Do you know sounds what like any of some, that means? Sounds like some beefy hardware. <laughs> Do you know what any of that means? Uh, in detail, no. Not okay. really. It sounds fancy, though, doesn't it? I, I wish it would tell me what kind of Ryzen CPU, though. Okay. Because I, I have an AMD Ryzen uh, 2700. Okay, Which I is, gotcha. like, comparative I mean, to a NVIDIA 1080... Sorry, wow, I'm actually stupid. Uh, <laughs> it's compared to a uh, um, Intel? Intel, yeah, Intel 7 uh, 8th generation. Got it. Which I is mean, fast, are, are, Is everything 8 cores these days? 8 cores sounds... Fancy. Yeah. I remember when quad was the all the rage, quad core. So. Uh, I mean, quad core is still pretty standard. But. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be powerful, needless to say. Yes. We could, we could <laughs> probably just leave it at that. Yeah. He did specifically talk a bit about ray tracing. Are you guys familiar with what ray tracing I'm not, is? Actually. No. no. Hit me with that info. Um, I, I don't have all the details, but it has wow. something to do with how light is um, uh, reflected off of things and bounces off of things and refracts through clear objects and how it is accurately dispersed when it hits objects, basically. Mm -hmm. So if a CPU and GPU combo have the ability to determine all that in real time and show it in real time, then lighting becomes more of a just realistic feature of the game rather than um, designers trying to decide how light should look. Yeah, It's really just like realistic lighting, essentially, in a game. So... um, I, it sounds to me like that would take pressure off of some of the uh, the programming and coding and development on the art side and just kind of allow the CPU to handle the brunt of that and it would look more realistic as a result. So uh, that's cool. That's kind of... Uh, it's new technology and it's working its way into um, PC GPUs, but not all of them support it yet. So the fact that it's kind of native to this box, it sounds like it's really forward thinking and it should should give it legs. It should be pretty powerful for a long time comparatively to like high-end pcs um they're talking about a custom 3d audio unit this he, excites he me. talked a lot about audio didn't he this, did you read the interview i, I didn't no okay no. um so he wants audio to be a, a feature of this box he said when we went from ps3 to ps4 audio didn't really see much of a jump most of yeah. it was on the the graphical side of things yeah and he lamented that he wanted to see audio be pushed the way that graphics are pushed in games yeah so what excites you about it dude i'm so big on sound uh yeah i think uh spider-man uh-huh. really stood out to me and obviously battlefield's audio design really oh, okay. stood out to me yeah uh, so i think audio is really big um i think you can have like really good immersive audio um, but to have like impressive, impressive audio, especially mm-hmm. when you wear headsets while you're gaming, yeah, uh, it's a really big deal. And I think when when we don't have that, we right. don't notice it. But when we do get it, 
it's a big it's big it'll be game. hard to go back a plus yeah. a plus yeah he he did say that like you could get the 3d audio benefit from just like tv speakers essentially which kind of surprised me mm-hmm. but he said a headset like you said would be the ideal way to experience what the, what it is they're Absolutely. going for yeah. but it, it's weird to me that you can do things on the hardware side that would make the sound coming out of the speakers on your tv that much better or different or immersive you know what I mean? I always thought the limitation would be the speakers themselves rather than what's being fed to the speakers. Well, maybe they're providing like a better, I, I don't, I actually don't know anything, but maybe they're either. providing better like processing power to a speaker. Cause it does take a lot of power to run audio. Yeah. Um, but maybe they're doing something to allow for better auto, yeah. better audio, I mean, he better said, renders. He said he wanted a lot of, not a lot, but a, at least a good portion of the system's hardware capabilities to be dedicated to audio. Yeah, I, so I love that. They could push that totally aspect down. of it further. Yeah, we'll see how that manifests itself. It's like HD rumble, Scotty. Get, I mean, get excited. About do you feel it. the ice cubes? <laughs> I feel a part nice. of it. We also don't know, like, what have developers cut out mm-hmm. audio wise in their games? What have what we limitations not actually heard? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's true. I think uh, like Red Dead did right. a really good job at their audio for sure. You know, so yeah. yeah. I don't mean to I rush agree. you, but how right. are we doing on time? Uh, five minutes. Okay, five. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's blast through this really All quick. Right. Um, they're using a specialized solid state drive, which is another thing he spent a lot of time on. Which I'm very curious to see. Yeah. Uh, how much well, it actually has well, they, for storage? They sim- oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't talk about amount. This was way more about the speed of the drive than it was about the amount of storage. Because I can tell you right now, a a solid state drive for a computer mm-hmm. for like a 256 gig is probably about three to four hundred bucks. No, I think you're off. That they used to be. I think you can get a terabyte for 300 bucks. I'll tell you. Okay, you can tell us in a second. Okay, but he was talking more about the speed of accessing the drive. So if, if we're going predominantly digital with this thing and not reading from optical disks and we're reading directly from a drive, if it's still a platter with a head and you have to like find the data on it, it limits load times uh, or it, it extends load times. And it also makes it um, uh, like drawing things into the environment directly off the hard drive. Uh, becomes a bigger challenge for it. So you can't move too fast through the environment. Well, I'm throwing calm, things Calm here. down. Oh, calm down. Because the, the uh, game can't pull the data off the hard drive fast enough to load it into the environment. Yeah. So he's looking with this architecture to eliminate all of those bottlenecks and limitations. So faster load times and better uh, draw speed and draw distance. Basically. I guess it, just, it depends on the solid state drive you're getting. The, oh, okay. The like the higher you go, the more expensive they'll get. But yeah. there's still at least 150 bucks for a terabyte. Okay. So just like keep that in mind when you think of price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. This is a little ways out still too. So yeah. Price will come down by then Absolutely. probably. Um, it's still gonna have a disc drive. Mm-hmm. Still gonna have an optical drive, which. I don't know. I, I kind of thought we would be maybe seeing that go by the next console generation. Absolutely not. No? No. Yeah. Okay. Uh-uh. Well, part of the reason, he said, is because they want it to be backwards compatible with PS4, which is a lot of people no doubt appreciate that. Yeah. So you can keep playing the games you've got now. Um, the last couple generations, that hasn't been the case, you know? Yeah. You, you have to like, either keep the old box around or you have to... Uh, just get rid of all your old games, basically. I mean, with Xbox, it's very iffy on what was actually backwards. Right. What was it? I don't yeah. think there's any backwards compatible games, right? On, on PlayStation? PlayStation? Nope. From yeah. PS3 to PS4? Yeah. yeah, none whatsoever. Which is dumb. So that's a nice whatever. feature. It, I don't know how hard it is to make that happen, but I'm glad they did. Um, there's also going to be, like we saw before, titles that come out both on PS4 and PS5. And uh, somebody who was interviewing actually specifically asked about Death Stranding. I thought this might interest you, Zach. Oh, yeah. And um, oh, yeah. he got a little cagey when he was asked that. Let's wait. That, that's when they said there would definitely be games that span both, but he, he kind of almost sounded like he was giving it away. My hands like are up. Be on both. Let's wait. If they're, if they're waiting to put this on a more powerful console to make the game look even better, yeah. I will wait. You're I want Norman that. Reedus to come out of my screen <laughs> and touch me, okay? I don't like it. I don't I like, like it. it. Uh, that's about all we got on that. That's a lot of information, though, for just a... An interview from a publication. It wasn't a big press event. It wasn't a stage, yeah. you know, stage show. Yeah, this so, is what they're talking about. Why they're pulled out of E three? It's part of it. They're like, we could just do interviews and just be like, yeah. well, I'm going to dump all this stuff like, on you. This easily could have been an E three stage presentation. <clears throat> this would be Absolutely. huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it got just as much attention, just as much <clears throat> traction. Didn't have to compete with other news, so it makes sense it just, that they want. It this just route. goes to show that you don't need to have a massive convention to get your point across. That's true. You could literally just have an interview with some Joe Blow. 
I mean, this guy's probably a good journalist, but yeah. You know what? Whatever. It probably, <laughs> it probably takes years to produce, develop, design, and get the kits into developers' hands to see if it works and yeah. then fix all the issues and stuff. But it probably doesn't take long for a development team to come up with branding. Right. So could we possibly see an announcement around E3, around the time of E3, what this is? Um, do you think, I don't see do you it. you think they would wait? Since it's not coming out this year, I think early next year they do a full-on presentation like they did when, before PS4 came out uh-huh. where Mark Cerny's on stage and telling you everything you want to know and then it comes out later that year. I, th- I think <laughs> it comes be out, out a month later. <laughs> I think it's announced early 2020, uh, comes out holiday <clears throat> 2020. Well, hey guys, we'll, see. we'll find out. Yeah. But hey. That's exciting. Zach? Yeah. Do you have a question? What was the original PS1's price on release? <laughs> Uh, three hundred and forty nine ninety nine. That's a really good guess. I bought it at Fred Meyer on release. Uh, I think it was two ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. my guess. All right. Cool. Well, hey, hey, we'll find out. We will next week on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know oh we're recording. We GRX. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm glad that's, you got that's, it out. You're welcome. You're welcome <laughs> just for that. Hey, Britain. Hey, man. Zach, hey. should we thank some people? We mm. should. Nope. Uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. No, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, thank you to nwczradio.com. Of course, as always, for letting us use you guys' studio. We love your faces. Would not be possible without you. Would nope. not be possible. And don't forget to check us out on the social medias. Remember how I said last week I'd start saying it at the beginning of the show? I forgot. Yeah, that's um, fine. So week. don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Uh, leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Uh, tweet at us uh, if you have something that you want to listen to, or if you just want to tell us how wrong we are and how stupid we sound. Then boom, right there. There you go. VGRX or Video Game Pharmacy at Twitter. Yeah, uh, handled then, it. Handle. Thank you. Yeah, thank nice you. job. But anyway, as always, uh, we will see you guys next week from Britain one more time. See you guys from Zach one more time. Bye bye. And my name's Scott, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. The pharmacy is now closed.